You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to Geeks radio.com or searching geeks radio on itunes geeks radio is a presentation of Endlight entertainment warning the episode you're about to listen to has lots and lots of harsh language so listener discretion is advised it's time for trek off a two-handed kirk punch to your nuts welcome to trek off my name is justin and I'm Alexia. I don't think I did that last episode. No. I think I just started That's why talking. why I wasn't ready for it. I was like, wait, what? What? Are we talking? Wait, we're talking now. So you had an idea. We're giving our names. You had an idea. What I was did. your idea? Tell me what you were thinking. I have them sometimes, but... Yeah, do it. Well, so I actually, because of all the election stuff... Oh, yeah. You know, if I take a pill, it gets... A, you said election. Forget it. Go on. I would like to submit. I heard just something else. I guess you just really do hear what you want to hear. That's just like a truism. Although, why do you want to hear about drugs to make your penis work? Is there something you're not telling Wait, me? Wait, did you say atreuism? <laughs> what does that even mean? Atreu! I, that's what I knew. I'm like, what is, what is atreuism? Well, you said a truism. I just thought it sounded like atreuism. So it's an ism when you scream at Treyu. Well, I do feel good. Go on. I just had a sarcasm. <laughs> oh my. What's your idea? God. Go for it. So, for serious, let's talk about politics. No, so because. <laughs> yeah, that goes well. <laughs> That's going to go fantastically. So to no, the half of you who are still here, we're glad you're here. We're glad you stayed. And um, no, but honestly, in all honesty, uh, everything comes back to Star Trek. And I, in all the election buzz, right, and all the stuff, because then there was like me yelling about what I think and then other people that I know yelling about what they think and everybody's, you know, all grr, rah, rah. I, I like Obama. I like Obamney. <laughs> Very nice. Thank you. Um, and like we actually got into like a huge argument with uh, Mr. A's mom about politics. Like so all this stuff is so heated, you know, um, and not just about like the, the political candidates, um, but like what what we believe they stand for, what they're trying to do to our country. Right. And so it gets so heated and it just got me thinking like somehow in Star Trek, it all worked out. Right. Like at some point, the world was just like this wonderful place where we didn't have like money everybody's life was relaxed and groovy and everyone was taken care of and we you know just decided to like explore and expand and go out into space and what i think is so interesting about it is that the catalyst for it like i've always wondered like what what would need to happen for that right, because so let's, let's, because let's, for let's... me when it comes to the world I've always thought, I've always believed this rather firmly, that the world would unite, right? And be right, at so peace with each other if if something came from outside to attack us. All right, so let's let's be clear about what we're saying. We're not saying what happened in the Star Trek chronology to get us there. 
Right, no. Because that's written. That I mean, I can tell you that. But we're saying... Well, so what is that? I'm curious. I would be curious to know because I don't think I've ever heard it. But well, I've, there are a number of things. There's the eugenic wars and then there's the, the arrival of the Vulcans helped to galvanize everybody. Well, then there was the Third World War and then after the Third World War population was decimated and then the Vulcans showed up and that helped us sort of learn to live together and then so the know, Vulcans was the catalyst the Vulcan yeah but let's not go straight I mean because they people can just look that shit up in a book you're sneezing silently it's funny <laughs> I want to laugh at it um and I, I think that's like if you want to go look that up on on memory alpha or something you can so I think what's more interesting is to go, what would bring us, real us, yeah, to there? That's what I'm curious How about. do we get there? Like, because I really, like I said, I think what occurs to me is making sense. Like what always was like, you know what would, what would need to happen is we would have to be attacked from another planet. Well, I think that's where you get into World War III in, in the Star Trek chronology is that a major event has to decimate the population. Yeah, that's a big thing. So what? So I'll, I'll let me pin it back on you. What's the first thing to go? Is it need for money? Is it need for food? Is it? Well, so here's an interesting segue. Yeah, that is relevant. I've I've I don't know if you've been watching this show, but Revolution. No. The idea behind the show. Um, is that there the the laws of physics just sort of one day stop functioning? So all electricity, all batteries, all everything gone. Cars don't even work. Nothing works. And then like they jump ahead to like fifteen years later, and everybody is back in you know like either walking or riding yeah. horses, you know. Um, one of my favorite shots and I think the first episode in the pilot is like a, a Prius that they've like turned into an herb garden huh? because that's like all it's good for. Right. Like, but there's no money, yeah. but there kind of is right. Like money reasserts like people trade like gold and silver. Like, so physical money matters. But when you think about it, like now today, right. Most people's money is represented in, in, information it's not real well but money isn't by its nature money isn't real sure money money is a piece of metal that the government prints something on or a piece of paper that the government prints something on that's we have all agreed that that money that, that equals money that 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 equals money that that instead of i go to work and you give me you give me you know goods meat, or meat yeah, or something yeah, yeah you you give me something we've all agreed upon that my that the, the the value of that thing is the value of that thing and for some reason, I mean, that that that's from the beginning of time. I think money would be the first thing to assert itself. And in point of fact, it's so ingrained in our nature, they couldn't even do it on Star Trek. That that eventually on Star Trek, the Federation people would run into problems and need to purchase things. Yep. From other societies. It, it, came, out, it, like, planets. it came up. So gold press latinum. There's gold press latinum, but there's also, you know, they need to trade this thing for this other thing. They need to, like... It seems that as long as all you want is McDonald's or just like basic needs, not just basic needs, but like you can have. OK, everything in Walmart is free. That's the Federation. Everything that you can get at a super Walmart 
you can get in the Federation. Okay. You, you can get wine. It's okay. Uh-huh. It's okay. It's okay. And you can get meat. So mm-hmm. it's okay. So it's all right. And the clothes, they do their job. Yeah. Cover your body, keep you warm. They, they some have, you know, almost look kind of fashionable. You know, certainly the t-shirts. Shop at Walmart. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that some clothes in Walmart. Suck. <laughs> um, uh, but they, but they do their best. You know, they they do their best, and and it's okay. You can you can get out of Walmart and look okay. You know, not great. You can't look like like someone in Midtown Manhattan. You know, but you can look okay. You can get a suit that you they have this whole suit at Walmart. I can go get a suit at Walmart. And and I think at certain times you can probably get a nice dress like a, a, a like an evening dress at Walmart, but it's not going to be really it's not going to be perfect for you, mm-hmm. you know, um, and it's not going to be the best made stuff. It's not going to be the best materials because that stuff costs a lot of money. It's not going to be the most tailored thing. It's not you know if I buy a suit, it's not going to be silk. It's not gonna, you know, but so that's that's the Federation. Okay, everything that we can get at Super Walmart, you can get in the Federation. For nothing, and I want to take uh, replicators out of it because I feel like replicators just ruin the whole thing. But they don't because I think replicators are the reason. Replicators didn't exist pre next gen. You still that's cooked. not true. You chef, yeah. They had food dispensers. They didn't have you ask for anything, and they were immediately there. They were a next gen thing. They're twenty fourth century thing. I I mean. But you need to take those I guess out. So. You need to take those out because then why would anybody do anything? You know. So what do you mean? Why would anybody? Do all right. So for the sake of what I'm saying, take it out because I'm saying that the 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 fe- even when they go synthahol is not as good as regular. You know. You know the food tastes better when it's re- you know it's the idea is that that there are, there then become commodities that are outside of the norm. Okay. That that we're saying in the Federation, all of your needs and most of your wants are met. Are met. That's most of the things that I would want in my life and in Justin's life are met, but the desire is always there to do more and to get more. Now the people who better themselves, they do it through exploration. Yes. But who, who likes exploration more than Picard? Really? Right. He loves exploration. Yeah. Right. Still has a collection of old books printed on paper that mean something to him. And he has a collection of liquor. We know that. Yeah. And he actually goes around and in the right way of doing it, because evidently the way Vosh does it is the wrong way, but in the right way of doing it, he does <laughs> he does actually have a collection of antiquities that cannot be replicated. Right. So even Picard, the ultimate gonna better myself guy, has commodities in his life uh-huh. that he needs to acquire in some way or another. Huh. So, in order to reach where we want to, like, to this place we want to reach, I mean, we either have to have an annihilation of the population. Something huge. Or something like the replicator, where the Walmart becomes free. Where suddenly it is very easy and cost effective to give everybody everything that they want for free within reason. Right. And so, for instance, in this world, I and maybe you would never need to do more. I'm happy with the things in Walmart. I could live with things in Walmart. I mm-hmm. want to get the things in Walmart, come back down and record podcasts, make movies, do whatever I'm going to do. And I couldn't get my camera at Walmart that I used to make the movies. So there you go. I, I already would have a commodity that I couldn't get 
You'd have something to strive for, but that's not the same thing. You know, but that's the thing. You don't unless you get the commodity that you like. I want to make a movie, but in order to get make the movie, I need to go get the commodity. So, so, but let's say I didn't have to make movies because that's a that's an abnormal want. You know, that's something that not everybody wants. But to it do. isn't. See, because I'm saying, like, what I think no, happens. But, but uh, I'm just saying, in real life, in 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 right now, in 2012, like. I could get a couple of microphones, a computer at Walmart, okay clothes, pretty good, you know, I could make okay meals, you know, not great clothes, but I could make okay meals. I could I could put together a life, very comfortable life, that I could also have creative output, camaraderie, I could be a good dad, I could be a good husband, I wouldn't have to go to work. You know, something would have to eventually com- compel me, maybe credits. I feel, go- but I think you would, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the reason that the Star Trek universe works is that human beings at their core strive for something, something that would fulfill them. Like, I'm, I, obviously, there's some, like, level of people that are just lazy and don't give a fuck and would just be happy to just, can like, I, can hang I dis- out on the couch. Can I discuss those people real quick? Because I think the base of the Star Trek universe must be that most of the people are willing to do that. I disagree just because we don't see their lives doesn't mean they aren't doing something productive or contributing that we're just not aware of. Like I like, just don't like think- Picard's brother when he goes home. Like just because he isn't out exploring space, there are plenty of people who stay right there on earth who explore other sites like he's talking about this other guy who's you know, gonna build aqueducts or some fucking shit. I don't even remember what it was. Okay, but, but that, some uh, so Picard's- scientific pursuit, and he was like, "Why don't you stay here and do that?" Right? Like, I'm saying that I think the people who stay on Earth, right, who are happy. I, but I'm to be clear, I do think there's some level of like just like lazy. Don't do all right. So people, let's right? but let's talk about but, again. Then this is maybe why the Star Trek universe couldn't happen. But but Picard's brother has huge tracts of land. You know, he's got he's got. He has a vineyard. Billions of people living on earth. And he's got all this land with grapes. And on this land, he has workers who help him. Yep. Why do they do that? Why don't they go? Why don't they? Why don't they go? I want some of this land. It's my land. And I want to make one. Maybe they're maybe for all we know, they, they have a part in it. They have a stake in it. And that's why they work the land. We don't know. They don't talk about it. Well, and that's the thing. I think you have to have just as a numbers game. You have to have most of the civilization is happy to make shitty art or do whatever. Well, because, I mean, the, the simple fact of the matter, I suppose, is that not everybody's extraordinary. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is that yeah. is that like like there are people who just, you know, they dig just being parents. And yeah, you but know. what I'm saying is, is those people still want to do something to fulfill their to make their life meaningful. Right. Like to be con- to feel like they're contributing to the world at large in some way. Maybe. Like so, once their basic needs are taken care of, like I don't have to worry about where my next meal's gonna come from. I don't have to worry about you know how I'm gonna put you know clothes on me or my kids. What do I want to do? So everyone's out doing volunteer work. No, not everyone. Some people are out going. I'm a fucking brilliant ass scientist, and I think that shit's interesting, and I'm gonna check that out. You know, and then some people, yeah, are just like, you know what? I, there's nothing I'm really that good at. I don't really. Yeah, but what motivates people? Like, what might so so? Okay, why why do I want my son to go to school? 
Like when my son's 12 and he doesn't want to do his homework, don't do your homework or you're not going to be able to leave your mark on the world. It seems awfully heady. Like it seems I, I could see. I, 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 I mean, but I think things have arisen like like Starfleet. You know, so the question is, but the question is, is we can say that's how it is. Maybe that's how it is. Then how in the world do we get there? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like, but I think I mean, I feel like you're right. It's like something cataclysmic has to happen. Or we have to accept that 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 99 percent of the people, which when you have a population of billions and billions and billions, 99 percent is fine. Ninety nine out of 100 people go, you know what? I'm happy to live at home. I'll exercise, keep myself in good shape. Spend time with my family, be involved in my church or my organization of that I like, you know, you know, patrol the message boards, watch porn, you know, <laughs> you know, do do whatever, you know. Maybe maybe I'll write a novel, and maybe maybe I'll have a podcast that just has a couple hundred listeners, but I'll sp- I'll spend a lot of time on it, you know, and maybe that's enough for me, and I'll have a lot more leisurely time. And time to be in good shape and make good food, and you know, maybe there are people like that. Okay, so there, there are, you say, make their their mark in the world, housewives. Right now. Uh huh. And in the past, but right now, or house husbands. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's not raise raising raising the kids. Yep. They don't make their quote unquote mark on the world except through raising through their family. Raising their family, though, that's big. Okay, but then then both parents could do that. Yeah. And why would I ever go to work if I could spend time with my with my kids? Would that be enough? No. And and it's not enough now. Precisely. I'm here doing this. I mean I'm doing I I I not enough for me to watch Star Trek. No. I need to talk about it to hundreds of people. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. That's I'd like I- to talk about it to hundreds more. So if you're listening right now on an iPhone, um, please go and rate us on iTunes. Listen, we're going to talk. Look, we're, we're, we're nearly 18 minutes in. We're probably going to talk for 25 more minutes. You have enough time while we're talking right now. Do it now. Go on iTunes. Just go on iTunes Do right it. now and just give us a five-star rating. And if you, it, look, it's, you're just a couple weeks before Christmas now, probably just a couple days. You know, yeah, it's like, like happy Christmas to us, Like go right? and yeah. but also to your friends, man. If you know someone who likes Star Trek and they like funny shit and they like weird philosophical talking, like we're having right now, <laughs> you know, like like just send them a link. Go, hey, I like this. If you want something to listen to while you're wrapping your presents, man, like that's dull, boring work having to wrap up all those things. Yeah, you need something in your ears. Keep your keep your mind going while your hands are doing mindless work. So just listen to us. Listen to our old episodes. Rate them. Go to Geeks Radio, listen to all the others, rate us, rate us, rate us, and share us, share us, share us. Help us grow, man. Help other people find us. And the only way they're going to find us is if we get those ratings. So moving on. Um, But that's what I'm talking about, like striving. That's what I mean. Like it's not even enough for people now. Like how many people do you think just go to their job, work, come home, and like just go to bed? Without no, they without, watch TV first. Well, I'm saying without any other desires, though. Even if they do watch lots, TV, lots. I think that you and I surround each other, surround ourselves with people who are like us who don't do that. But I think the vast majority hmm. of people aren't out there doing some art. I'm not saying they have to do some art, but there could be something like I'm saying those people. They're just spending more time with their kids, man. They're just like they're taking their kids to karate and they're taking their kids to different sports and they go hang Dude, out. Dude, if I friends. had more time and lots of money. Um, the things I would learn or no need just for to money. Le- or no need for money. The things I would learn or do 
is like, it's so much because there's so much out there. And I would have a ton of creative output or if I decided I just didn't want to do that anymore, I would go like exercise more and swim more and, and travel and see places. Yeah. And, you know, like I would I would want to go out in space. That's what I'm like, I, I think like how we get there. Like we have to we'd have to realize this, the similarities between all people. That's going to be hard coming. And that's hard coming because because there's so many differences across the board. But that's why I think something cataclysmic would have to happen so, to unify. So I think we also have to say that that society comes to a conclusion at some point as to the nature of God. That So you think we would have to like as a world, we would need to be unified on religion. Um, before moving before moving forward or for the sake or or for the sake of of my atheist friends a lack thereof or a lack thereof so you know i i believe you know i believe i'm i'm a jesus guy right right so so everyone would have to sort of agree that jesus is is or if i you don't think it would be enough though for everybody to agree that it's okay for you to be a jesus guy and if I'm an atheist, for me to be an atheist, and if that person's just not sure, for them to just not be sure. Well, look what's happening. Like, you don't think that's possible? I I'm think, just curious. I think that religion is causing a ton of strife. I know I, it is. I think that that even within our country, people who you know, oh yeah, you know the the atheists hate the Christians because when the Christians want to say under God, the atheists get all mad, and the Christians, you know. I hate the atheists. I hate to say the word hate for my fellow Christians, but I hate the atheists because we want to sing Christmas songs like we always did growing up. And the atheists go, we don't want you to sing Christmas songs. <laughs> and you know, they both hate the Muslims because they blame the whole religion for the acts of some people who did you know bad stuff in the name of that religion. And then the Muslims hate the Christians because... You know, because they're painted in a, some way in their part of the world. And they're like... and And... You know, I I think when people get together in smaller groups, when you you know you take a Muslim and an atheist and a Christian and a Jew and a Hindu and a Shinto and whatever, and you and you sit them down at a table and you make them hang out for a couple hours and not talk about religion, I think they would find out that they all have a ton of similarities. Yeah. But people who believe whatever it is that they believe about the nature of God, that is at their core. That is a core belief mm-hmm. that they have. And I think that you're going to have problems with people reaching their core beliefs. So <laughs> I don't know. I guess I always that's the thing I always found so Let compelling me, about the Star Trek universe is I always felt like it's I mean, an atheist I know, universe. But but whether or not until that's DS9. true. Until DS, DS9 is a great way for it to work. That's what I'm saying. But before that's true, like there's there is. I guess what I'm saying is I felt like even though it's not addressed, it's not talked about, there is a general feeling and idea of acceptance of others' beliefs, whether sure. or not you agree with them. But and I'll and give you- so I feel like that's where that's a possibility. But you know how they deal with that is and it's interesting. Worf absolutely believes that here's what happens to Klingons when they die. But Worf absolutely encourages Kira and seems to believe that what Kira believes is what happens to Bajorans when they die. Right. He goes, he doesn't really seem to think that the Klingon gods apply to non-Klingons, except for Jadzia, who is accepted into his house. So she's therefore honorarily a Klingon. 
but like that 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 you know even even that because you are a different people you go to your heaven you go to your gods you you deal with your heaven and yeah. your your system of beliefs the whatever pro- that may be the problem is is that the current collection of systems of beliefs on earth um whether you know the christians by their nature um by the nature of the religion is an evangelical religion it is a religion that believes that that the right thing to do is to share the good news of its religion with other people. And that is unfortunately not that accepting quote unquote of a thing to do. Right. It's, it's looking at someone else and going, the thing is about in the fictional world of Star Trek, it's fun to talk about Worf going, you know, Kalos this and the prophets that. <laughs> but the thing is, is that, that I absolutely believe even though I'm a, I'm a horrible person who curses all the time, <laughs> I absolutely believe that what I believe is like as true and as real as Abraham Lincoln. Like, I believe that it's really true. It's not a system of beliefs or a system of, like, I believe that it's historically true. I believe there is water under wine. I believe it's a historically true fact. And if you were to go to a lot of Muslims, they don't believe this, this is a, a system of beliefs. Or mm-hmm. they believe that the things that's written in, in their religion is historically true. It happened. Mm-hmm. And such and such, you know, and I don't know their beliefs very well, and I want to be as respectful as I can. Um, <laughs> such, such, such and such said such and such and, and said to do such and such. And, and they believe that that's a true thing that actually happened and that they are actually commanded to do. What's going to happen when you have people who don't have to go to work every day is my fear is that this table, this hypothetical table that I just told you about, mm-hmm. it's far, you know where this hypothetical happens for, table happens for me? Hmm. At work. Okay. Like, like I... So then the religion or, or the, the the sorting out of either agreeing as a planet... On a system of beliefs, yes, yeah, sure. what's true, what's either, not true. Either God or, shows up and says, "Hey, this is the real deal," and everyone goes, "But okay, would that cool. work?" Like, what if somebody did show up and said, "Hey, yo, it's me. I'm God. What's up, you guys?" Like, well, I feel and, like what would happen is and proved it. How could you prove that? I think that there would be people who believe and could be proven to, but then there would be people who don't believe who would say, "This is some." alternate being that we're not familiar with i'm saying it's just coming in i mean a perfect example is an episode of star trek where that happens like that shiesty character comes in and 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 figures out all the beliefs of that one planet and it's our like, hey, hey i'm i'm your god or in I'm that here. case i'm the devil or i'm the devil yeah. yeah whatever like but i'm i am your religious figure mm-hmm. and you better do what i say but because she had more power than they did or that they were aware of. Like, so I think you would get people who would, that's what I'm saying, you'd get schism just like that. Like, it would be like, oh my God, it's totally Ardra. And oh my God, it's not. This is fucking bullshit. This is just something we don't understand. So I'm saying that God makes a, because, you know, he's God, makes a personal revelation to absolutely everyone on earth that <laughs> just puts in there. Or, you know, as the atheists would probably like to believe happened, we get smart enough to not think that that's true. Right, um, to not believe in such we, silly things anymore. Yeah, and 
and and we move on and it's no longer an issue. But, but you don't think that there's a scenario where enough of these tables and people meeting can come to the conclusion of, hey, it's okay that I think this and it's okay that you think that. And I don't need to change your mind and you don't need to change my mind and we can just like chill out and be happy together. Well, I think that I think that ultimately what you have is the need to work. We need to. Right. Work. But I'm saying that part comes first. Yeah, well, this is what I'm saying. The need to work is the thing that pushes us together. We are forced out of our comfort zone. Uh-huh. If given my druthers, I would probably hang out with the people that made me the most comfortable. Sure. Who are going to, of course, be the people who are the most like me. Okay. So maybe we're talking about the thing. Maybe the dissolution of the need for money happens first. Then the world goes into World War Three. Because as soon as we don't need to work, everybody's all angry at everybody. And that, well, not not at first. Everybody's really happy, right? And then that fades. And then everybody gets. How long do you think that takes to fade? Five years. Tops. Uh, ten. I think what happens is everybody immediately, uh, maybe twenty. I mean, it's like, maybe you need a generation that grows up like this. But okay, I go into my little neighborhood with my people, or I can now the money doesn't matter. I can live wherever I want. Right. So I moved to the place that's the most filled with my people. And at first it's like little pockets, but then it's like, you know. Then there's ver- then then it would be variably like nations, right? It would just be like this type of people live here. Mm-hmm. And then this and then would that like would that redraw the lines of the world? Do you think? Well, without economy, what do nation states have to offer? They, I mean, nothing. And some nation states are theocracies. So, so it you know, some, there are countries that are Islamist countries. There are countries that are Christian countries. So that happens. And, and if, but if they, let's say those lines are, are allowed to come down. Okay. I think the people do. I think suddenly you do have all of the people of this kind. Are in, in, this, in this area. Yeah. In specific area. And I think at first you have everyone going, gosh, I wish I could go see what it would be like. But I think eventually... Our need to understand each other would fade. Mm-hmm. I think it's simpler first. not to, because we don't need to. I get, but you don't think even the fact that we don't need to, um, our our curiosity wouldn't lead us to still do it. Our, um, our knowledge of past wouldn't tell us that we shouldn't allow ourselves to become that disconnected. Our our parables of visions of the future where we've allowed that to happen and shit gets fucked up wouldn't serve to stop us from letting that happen. You don't think so? You think that would work for a time and then that would be it? I think, well, I think, I think that the fact is, is that we spend as a people 40 hours a week, most of our week trying to make ends meet. Yeah. And in doing so, we are forced to struggle alongside people who are different than us. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I dare say there was a time that I would not see somebody who did not look a lot like me and think a lot like me, except when I went to work, especially in high school. You know, all my friends are white. Most of my friends were some denomination of a Christian religion. Um, most of my friends were middle class, you know, middle, middle to middle to upper middle class. You know, most of my friends were into theater. Most of my friends like that was most of my friends. When I went to work. I had friends who 
had a different belief system, friends of a different color skin, friends of different nationalities, friends who were immigrants, friends who, like I went to work and it was just different. And so then I made friends with one of them and her parents were Vietnamese and I went over to her house and I had Vietnamese food for the first time. And she said, yeah, no, we aren't Christians. This is what, and, and I got into a conversation with her and then I went back to work and then I left that job. This is true. This is all stuff that happened. And I, and my other job, I had, had, um, had someone who, you know, she was an immigrant from Kenya and I talked to her about her. And then when I started in nursing, then I met a lot of, you know, a lot of Filipino nurses. I got to talk a lot about what the, their country was like. And now there were, I'm meeting some guys, you know, when I was in nursing school, I, there was a guy who was Cuban. I got to talk about what, like the, I was out of, I went to these places I was forced to, and they went there because they were forced to. Right. But we've got that as a foundation. And you think if, if once, I weren't forced once to, I you weren't forced to, you think that once a generation grew up not being forced to, they wouldn't do it. Is I, what you're saying? I think that, um, that everybody would go, gosh, I really would like to someday. But they've never actually follow through. Why would they? Why step What's out? What's the point? Why step out of your comfort zone? Except, you know, to visit. And visit is not being forced to work alongside of. There's something about being forced to work alongside someone. Sure. To make you realize that you're not so different from them. And I think that's a, I think that's a huge, it's a huge fucking thing that, that makes that happen. You know, and I and and I'm thankful now that that my that that my collection of friends is not so ethnocentric, and is you know that that I have friends of many races and friends of many religions, and and I would not have them, in many cases had I not been forced to. Now, theater is another thing to think about. I did meet some people like that in theater, but the fact is is that because people would have the opportunity to have theaters, theaters would grow up everywhere. You have tons of artists, yeah. And, and most of it would be crap. <laughs> everybody who everybody who thought they could be an artist now had the time to go try to be an artist. And it would then become the Wild West like it is on YouTube. Except every, <laughs> everybody could make a movie. Why? Because they have 40, 40 more hours a week. They don't have to do anything. And that's what, I'm th- that's what I'm saying. It would get to the point where let's say I decided one day I wanted to go play Xbox Live. Mm. The people on Xbox Live would be so good. Because they can play so much more than I can. So that's all they ever have to do. I wouldn't be able to get in. And so I sort of decided I don't want to. Like it's the reason. What's the point? It's the reason I don't play now. It's the reason I don't ever go online and do a first person shooter. It's a, it's a waste of time. I'm just, you just get your ass handed to you. Yeah. Yeah. So that stops. And then, you know, people who wanted to dabble in theater, they'd never get a role. Why? Because you had people that like probably what you and I would do. Go, well, if I don't have to work, I'm just going to dedicate myself to my art. Well, then the dabblers don't get to come and dabble. Uh. and the minute you had a theater in place would be for, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so it would be almost like a caste system would. I and mean, you're I, saying that that would then lead to, so there isn't this. And then, I mean, is this, I think, are we discovering that there isn't a road to that then? Except maybe through cataclysm or, or through a common, common other, other threat. W- other or maybe like the Vulcans, I think maybe would you have. Think you, you think it could be an outside force that comes in and is like, "Hey, you can just be relaxed and groovy, and this is what it looks like," and that would work. If we didn't like them, maybe they don't have to invade, but maybe we have to fear them a little. Yeah. You know, I think that that has to happen. I think that we have to see ourselves 
the minute that we see ourselves as humans, I think it's it's horrible to say that because should we not see the quote unquote humanity, for lack of a better term, in this other in this other race? We should, but we wouldn't. You know, and mm. and then and then what happens when we form a federation? Then it's people who aren't in the federation. You know what I mean? It's it's. But that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's why I I it's always the establishment. That's of the why other. my yeah. That's why my supposition is the only way, the only way it works is when there's an outside. But like the way it's framed in Star Trek is that like we sorted our own shit out first and then went out and explored. And I'm like, how until did that? Enterprise, how could that happen? Until Enterprise, where they say that no, the events of First Contact happened. Then we started sorting our shit out. And then we kind of went out baby steps in that direction. So in other words, first contact was the inciting. Well, World War World War Three and then the remnants of World War Three combined with first contact helped us see ourselves as as a single planet. Hmm. Okay. Because at the beginning of first contact, they were still like distrust between the the different you know segments of society right but like that's still after something pretty bad happens like so there's no natural evolution that doesn't include either a, a giant war or perhaps maybe a natural disaster um natural disaster and and we still haven't talked about the nature of vice Mm. vice has to come in because where there is vice there is crime right so then what how do you deal with that yeah i mean because and if there's no money to be made reason for crime um what's the crimes i want cocaine what if you could just get i don't really want cocaine but i'm saying what if you just get cocaine like what if cocaine wasn't a big deal anymore it was just like yeah here have some cocaine all right i want to have sex with mary sue rogers she doesn't want to have sex with me. Yeah, or, it's not going to be okay. Or 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 <laughs> Mary Sue Rogers is my girlfriend, and Mary Sue Rogers has slept with my best friend, so I beat the shit out of her. Right. Or, you know, because well, they still have prison camps. They have like there's there's still prison. There's yeah. still prison. So so but there there's going to be commodity. Like there are things. So so I I am mad at my ex wife who's trying to get the kids away from me. And so I find someone like the Orion syndicate to go offer, you know, wow. you know, and so I think you have, no matter what happens, no matter what you legalize, there will be something that is not okay to do. Right. You know, my brother Joe has killed Mary Sue Rogers and he is now in the prison camp and I want him out. Get him out for me. What are you going to give me to do it? There's no such thing as money. I'll give you my servant. To, you know, that that's, I'll give you my loyalty. I'll give you like whatever it is. Right. I, th- I think eventually something is not allowed. You know, and that, that I think that that maybe it's land becomes the thing that is worthwhile. Maybe it's technology. Maybe uh, who knows what it is, but there's always going to be something, something, something that because they don't talk about it in Star Trek. Well, the, the Orion Syndicate, they talk about a lot. The Orion Syndicate is you know, not there, there is an the underground, but it's humans. The Orions do it too, but the, but the humans are involved. Look at Bilby on DS9. 
you know, look yeah. at there are there there is a there there is an an and look at section thirty one. You know, that's another thing to think about is is you go, you know what? The what if the, can you form this more perfect union, for lack of a better term, uh-huh. without putting putting to rest the radicals? Because there's always a radical element uh-huh. of everything. There's always some guy who's unbalanced who thinks that you know that either they disagree with you or they agree with you in like like you know the Ku Klux Klan agrees with the Baptist Church in a lot of things, <laughs> but they're radicals, right? Or they disagree with someone else in a lot of things, but they're radicals, you know? And so the idea is that is that you're going to have a radical element for good or ill. You know, I would say the, the Tea Party movement were radicals. I would say that the Occupy movement, which is the opposite of the Tea Party movement, also radicals. Right. You're going to have someone who goes, as strongly as you believe, I believe 10 times stronger, and that means to affect change. So you're going to have the people who go, cocaine's legal for everybody. You just said cocaine's legal for everybody. My brother died of coke overdose. Now we've got mother mothers against driving type people now doing demonstrations, hmm. because of all the people who died from coke. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think that like to reach this state of this utopian state, like maybe I mean think what we're discovering is that cataclysm is the only way for it to happen. Yeah. I, uh, and so I don't think you can reach the economic utopia first. I think we all need to depend on each other. First. So there's the yes, there's the human element. Yeah, maybe maybe because of what I said about my big table, maybe the maybe you have to be forced to the big table and not just be working with them. That's what I'm saying. You like have to be living with them. Yeah, exactly. The survivors surviving have to with them, yeah. which is different. So and that leads to sorting our own differences and their shit out. Yeah. And then that leads to. Our reaction to another. I mean, I still don't think we try and leave the planet. I still don't like. Why not? Well, I mean, I mean, I still don't know how we reach the economic utopia. You still like what? Because 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 I think even as a storytelling device, there have been, you know. Like I said, there there was economy within Star Trek. They're just they had to eventually develop it. You know, they, they had, you know, eventually we needed to get a baseball card, a rare baseball card for Captain Cisco. And this thing needed to be traded for that thing. And that thing needed to be traded for this thing and this thing. And eventually but you, somebody. But, but when you're talking about trading things, that isn't a system of money. It's yeah, different. But, it's a thing for a thing. It's got a basis. Like it's not. But I think eventually commodities come into it. I think eventually somebody goes, okay, you, you know, I'll work for you X amount of hours. And that'll give me this. I think commodity will always exist because there's no way for it not to. And that's why I think I think you that know, money will always exist. It's a question exi- of money. Here's you know why I in think this abstract term of like I make this much money per hour and it allows me to buy food and clothing. All right, like- so let, let's say this: that let's say there's one rare baseball card in the world or in the universe. Five guys want it. Who gets it? Whoever has what that which is of value to the person who has the card, of most value to the person who has the card. But if everybody can have the same thing, then everybody can offer the same thing. So it's the people who had these other commodities, right? How do people collect commodities? How do they get it? 
when you can have anything? What do you trade for? How do you eventually get that first commodity? I don't do know. You happen upon it. You can't save for anything. You can't. You know what I mean? It's like I think eventually economy has to has to enter into it. <coughs> and I think that the fact that a system of money has evolved means that a system of money must evolve. Hmm. I think that eventually when I go to work, when the guy goes, hey, I've got a store full of all these extra things that you can get if you come work for me for 10 hours and you get 20 credits to get whatever you want from the store. I mean, we, we did it. You know, we do it when we go to Dave and Buster's. The commodity becomes tickets. <laughs> you know what I mean? We you, we we did it in cl- in class that when like for my kids to get a treat, they have to you know get a number of stars for the day. Stars are now the currency. I think currency develops. I think currency is 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 just in our nature. Then do you think you just don't talk about it on Star Trek? I think I think because they seem to. I mean, the the implication seems to be that there isn't any. They tried that. I think they tried that, and eventually the writers couldn't even do it they're like that doesn't even work we it can't. doesn't even work what do we like how do we do like we know that's a great idea like that that's the yeah. utopia like you know that's the thing to strive for yeah to have this perfectly peaceful society where we don't need money but that means everybody how does that work that means everybody has to have everything and if somebody wants something that means they have to lose something and how do they if they have to lose something then it's not utopian if in order to get something that you want you have to lose something that you have that you like then that's not utopian. That's just life. <laughs> you know, so I think that, you know, ultimately cataclysm could happen. So let's say it does happen. Let's 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 just jump past that. Past and, cataclysm. Yeah, and say somehow we got past the money thing. And somehow we got past the religion thing. Okay. Because those are the two greatest. Well, there's the third one that we're seeing now in America. Um I don't know if for any of our um, international listeners, if you know, if I'm sure you've been watching the news. Uh, last month, we had um, an election mm-hmm. where two different guys with two different ideas of how to do things uh, tried to convince uh, the American public um, that their way was the way to go. And almost straight down the center, half the people believed one guy, half the people believed the other. We are also facing a situation where the half that believed the one guy think that the other people are idiots and the half the people yep. that believe the other guy think those people are idiots. And, and I will give you an example. I read a post where somebody was happy about president Obama. Um, no, sorry, not where they're happy, but where they were saying, okay, the election's over. I'm ha-, They mentioned, I'm happy with the way things have gone, but let's remember to be respectful to the other side. And to not make this us against each other and hope that whoever's in charge, they do a good job and that the country gets better however it needs to. Mm-hmm. But fifth response down, someone who's clearly dissatisfied with who won writes, I just can't believe how stupid half the people in this country are. As a response to the, the mm-hmm. thing that said, get along, guys. Yeah. And... So you get to the Federation and it becomes, you know, you know, let's take the Ferengi. Do we open trade with the Ferengi? Do we mm. let, you know, and, you know, Robama says, you know, you know, Barit, R- Barit Robama 
says says yes <laughs> and 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 Barack Obama <laughs> says no and people are split down the center so it's not just religion it's not just not just economy it becomes a political divide mm-hmm. because how do we decide who's in charge the minute we decide who's in charge you have another economy the economy of votes right which is also economy it's tallying it's the very definition of economy it's it's there's a, a limited amount of of credits of some kind in this case people who vote and whoever gets the most wins which is you know which is also the idea that's that's a very capitalist idea right there isn't it huh. whoever gets the most the most of something wins in this case whoever gets the most votes okay so now your goal is to go out and get votes right and how do you get votes? You get people either wanting to vote for you or afraid to vote for the other guy. <laughs> and we found that it's it's people respond more strongly to fear. Generally, yeah. So now hard-fought elections bifurcate the people. I mean, I think that the thing about the utopian society is that it can't exist. <laughs> that there's no route to it. You know, like because the elections would have or or it's a shitty show or it's a fucking ass boring show. The Star Trek, Star Trek, the boring generation. <laughs> here's the here's the election coverage on Star Trek, the boring generation. But but Barit Barit Obama says, well, I think the other guy's a pretty good choice. He's really good. I think he'd do a really really good job. But if you don't want to vote for him, vote for me. Although he's really good too. <laughs> and and Barack Barack Obama says, well, hey, thanks, Barit. I. I also think you're an excellent choice. <laughs> and if you were elected, would do insanely well. Really, we'd be incredibly well off. I think we'd be marginally better off if I were elected. With no offense to you, because you do an amazing job. So, vote for me. And you know, what's going to happen is eventually someone with a third idea is going to come up and go, I think this guy's going to do, I think that's, it's eventually, you know, the scrapper's going to come in and in their effort to win... Is also, you know what I mean? It's, huh? So, yeah, I don't so, know, man. So then you have a divide. They don't. I mean, they don't. Because they I talk like they almost obliquely refer to uh, politics and the fact that it's happening. Yeah, they talk about bureaucrats. Yeah, bureaucracy, but I don't remember seeing a lot of it, like the inner workings. Like, is there a president? Of the just the federation, yes. Is there a president then of we've met him of of Earth specifically? I think we've talked about this before. Where where I think that every planet like maybe has their like president. has their representative, and then the, those you know. So basically, what we're saying though, then at that point is that it's just a it's just a bigger shift. Like those politics are still there. But if it comes down to true democracy and their votes, that means you're going to have some section of the of the population that's disenfranchised unless everybody agrees with the everybody all the time, which is, of course, never could happen. So that means you're but going they don't to talk about people being that's the thing. Like, even when we've seen them down on Earth, I wouldn't say that everybody's just like, hi, how's your day? My day is great. You know what I mean? Like doing that. The breakfast club interpretation of of life at yeah. Bry's house like i don't think that's the case but it's a question of 
like just like it is now but they don't have to worry about money because there isn't money and they don't have to worry about going to work to acquire wealth they go to work for their own personal fulfillment or i'm not even sure what like cuz i don't know what gets the the bad jobs so to speak or the jobs that people i guess most of those are are taken care of automatically in some form or fashion so there isn't some joker that has to slave away doing it yeah but like that frees people up to actually pursue whatever they are passionate about and and better themselves and better the society and better the planet yeah but look at but, look at how many people are passionate about politics so, but then those people, that's what I'm saying, like there's uh, like that system still in place. I guess what really happens in that scenario is that we sort our shit out much like we could sort our, all our shit out. And let's say this election based on, you know, who won went really, really well and we all prospered and, and our country was made better. And that, as a result of that and everything was awesome. Right. Then we're a part of the the global market right it's not gonna like, matter it's a, you know why it doesn't matter because because we have six billion people on the planet that's what i'm saying like but what if, say, hear me hear me out we have six billion people a on the planet i think actually we're now up to seven billion yeah no we're pretty close the, to, se- we're not up to seven we're close all to right seven. so let's say seven billion people on the planet um what uh 10 of seven billion is 700 million right Sure, I think so. And that would make 1% of 7 billion is 70 million. Okay. And let's say that one-tenth of 1% is 7 million people. Right? Okay. That means if you have 99.9% people voting for whoever's in office, everyone agrees. Choosy moms choose Jif. You know, it's, it's, you know, so you have the most enormous approval rating you can possibly have. You still have 7 million different disenfranchised people with no jobs. Those people are going to fucking find each other. They're going to transport together, form their own little country and cause and try and get their point of view across. And that's the, that's what I'm saying is that the reason that I think you had to stay away from earth on star Trek is because Rodden. Oh boy, this is tough to say out loud. Roddenberry's vision can't it, it falls apart I'm saying I don't know if that you, I, th- if, I don't know that I think that's true I think if what you look at the numbers it, game, what happens it just it just changes to a different it, it becomes a bigger arena right what like happens all the, the stuff that we're dealing with right now on earth is still happening right the politics all that stuff but it's instead of instead of it being ju- happening on earth earth is now the equivalent of a one country or a state, right? Sure. Where, like people can still be, you know, unhappy with what the majority have chosen, but like not so unhappy that they're like, fuck all of you, revolution. You know what I mean? Because like how often does that happen? You know what I mean? Look at our country right now. It's happening a lot. It happens a lot. When Look was the, the last time it happened before now? Um, oh, gosh. Like in the world or in our country? In our country. What? You had people calling for the impeachment of President Clinton. You had uh, the Million Man March. You had the Million Mom March. You had the... It happens all the... I mean, we live near Washington, D.C. Just go there. 
on a, on on any weekend. Right. I'm taught when I say revolution. To be clear, I mean people taking up arms and co- and starting war. I'm not saying revolution and arms and war. I'm saying that you're saying that we everybody chooses to live together and be together. And I'm saying that it ultimately doesn't happen. I'll take it a step further. Is that I think that that vision, unfortunate as it is, um. One, I think, is a retcon by Roddenberry when he made Star Trek the motion picture because I don't think it accurately represents the the Earth in Star Trek the original series at all. I don't think that that's a pacifist, thoughtful society. I think that that was truly wagon train to the stars. I think that's very much, you know, the the... What's the joke from the 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 song Star Trek? And we come in peace, shoot to kill, shoot to kill, shoot to kill. Yeah, I mean that. It's, I mean, I, I I think I think it truly is like Kirk arrives on a planet. These backwards fucks. Let's give some of these guys weapons. You know, I I mean, it just <laughs> you know it's you know it it truly is like like. And then Roddenberry went back when we made motion picture and was like, you know what I really had in mind, this wonderful utopian. Nobody hates each other. And then they made the motion picture and that was boring as fuck. Um, and then the, as soon as it got to Star Trek 2, it was like, what I what we meant was, because Roddenberry's out of it somewhat, is that we're a military organization. And and we're on a big submarine and we've got phasers and we're ready to fight and kick ass. And that continued until Roddenberry was allowed to make Next Gen. He was like, well, no, I think we are a utopian future or we all think, but even by the Next Gen era, you know, we have the the Maquis. That's what I'm saying. But that's that's what I'm saying. But I think that eventually happens. I think that's that, no, it does. I, yes, I think you're right. I think that that's what happens. I'm saying I think that that but this true pre- utopia of like um an Earth is all solved let's and go- settled isn't really like it's not what really happens. What really happens is it just changes the scale, right? Like Earth becomes a smaller piece of a universe puzzle well here's right? the thing though let's 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 look specifically pre-maquis at the native american colony that they had uh-huh you like chakotay's colony no 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 i'm talking about the native american colony that wesley comes to visit with the travel oh right right yes yes okay. um and uh look at that colony a bunch of native americans said you know what we want to live in a colony where it's like uh, where everybody here is the same uh-huh we're all like us. We do. We are no longer part of the quote unquote melting pot. Uh huh. We are just us. Sure. Look what happened when the Defiant crashed and then they, they went forward in time a hundred years. And what happened to the people who felt they wanted to be like Klingons? They moved away. Even the humans who wanted to follow the Klingon. You know, the children of time. Remember the episode where, where the Defiant crashes and when it crashes, they meet their own descendants. Oh, right. You know, the Klingons went off and we're going to do our thing. And I think what you have in this quote unquote utopian society, while it's nice that everyone lives together and gets along, I don't think that's how it goes. I think eventually people want money. You have lots of non-Federation worlds with humans living on them. Yeah. You have, you know, Trill you assume is a Federation world and it's a coal mining facility with workers, coal miners. <laughs> you know, or or it's a, not it's not trill. It's an off federation world with trill people on it. You have entrepreneurs trying to start businesses. You have you know, for goodness sake, you have in uh, in the trouble with tribbles. They're trying to sell 
the the tribbles. Mm-hmm. There's commerce. Right, but what I'm saying is, is that that's that's what like I guess what really happens is it doesn't. It's not like we sort out our planet and everything's just straight, right? And everything's great. Yeah, we're all running through daisies. It's that we sort our planet out to the point where we are a part of something bigger, right? So it's not about like, because I mean, the same is true today, right? Like you or I could be like, fuck, fuck the United States. I don't, I don't like it here anymore. That's not what we're saying. Was, no, no, so we're saying, wow. I'm take that sound bite. <laughs> no, yes, please. Um, please don't. But like we could have that thought and go, I'm, I'm going to go live in Paris because I think that, that they got it right. Right. So like you have that happening, but you have it happening on a universe scale where if there are people who are dissatisfied on Earth, those, you know, disenchanted well, seven it, mil or whatever, yeah. they're like, fine, fuck it then. You guys all want to be complacent and we're all the same and everybody's happy and everybody has all the things they want. Then I'm going to go someplace where commerce happens and I'm going to fucking, you know, sell tribbles and shit and like rip jokers off on other planets and and make a barrel of cash because that's what i believe in and i'm gonna like get a ship and it's gonna be awesome and i'm gonna i'm gonna get my own fucking planet do you know what i'm saying like i think that's what really happens like that's the only actual possibility yeah well and i think that i think roddenberry would be offended by that i think that yeah i think he thinks that we would go a different way I don't but, know that that's possible. I mean, we've been sitting here talking it out. I don't think yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, that's. I think we're. I think we're agreeing. I think we're going. We can't reach Roddenberry's, Roddenberry's version of Utopia. Now, it's great for storytelling, or is it? <laughs> it is though. That's what but I'm they, saying. But they like, stray. They stray for it every, from it every opportunity they get. They really do. Event. They're just kind of like, well, you know, by ha- by the second season of Next Gen, they've strayed from it. Through most of the original series, they strayed for it. By the second Star Trek movie, they strayed from it. You know, it's it's, you know, I I think that it's it's just not. It can't that can't happen because there's no. It's not sustainable realistically. Yeah, it's not even sta- sustainable narratively. Yeah, it's not. It's just it's. Well, and that's the thing. Even every episode where they encounter some supposed utopia they find out some something yeah whatever that that they're missing that they're missing or that's like really fucked up it's like what yeah you mean i could just like flick off that guy and if that's an obscene gesture i'm in i I get put to death because that's what happens because i was in a fucking zone or whatever we like (laughs) we we have the perfect society but we eat baby bread (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like we have a perfect utopia, but we like to, you know, fuck reptiles. I don't know, you know what I mean? It's just something really random and strange. That's what's wrong with that? <laughs> this is my trouser snake. Oh my. <laughs> oh dear lord. Um Well it th- wouldn't be a conversation between us <laughs> if there wasn't at least this one. Is, this is this is a little depressing. I gotta admit to I feeling know, a little sad. I know, I'm a little sad. bit sad right now. I like, didn't mean to bring everybody down. Like I, th- I, th- I was hoping this was gonna be like, and this is how we fix the world. <laughs> I I think that, you know, I think that ultimately um Apparently ultimately we're fucked. The no, world is a terrible know, place and I wanna die. You know, I know. This is what I think I think <laughs> it's uh it's not that we need to work and we would work if whether or not we had to it's that the need to work the fact that we're forced 
to work is what compels us to improve. Um, I don't know that I agree with that statement. Work at something. I think that I think that it is through sure. I mean, it is it is through struggle that we improve. It is through struggle yes, that we that understand. Is probably it true. is through. I don't want to understand that other guy with that other culture and that other religion. I don't want to understand him, but he and I got to get some stuff done. So I go understand him. And then when I'm done, I'm better for it. Yeah. He's better for it. And I'm glad that I do understand him, but I didn't want to. I was forced to. Yeah. And it was out of necessity. If I feel if you remove the necessity, you're also going to remove a lot of the excellence in not fun professions. So I don't think you're going to have really good shoe shiners. I don't but think. But do you need really good? Shoe I don't shiners? think you're going to have really good waiters. But do you need really good waiters? It's nice to have them. It's nice to have. I don't think you're going to have. You know, how do I get really good at something? I get really good at something by doing the doing the shit version of it first. Sure. And then you get better, and then you get better, and then you get better. But if you don't have to do the shit version, if everybody can do whatever they want and nothing is, there is no competition. Ah, but see, there would still be competition. I, I never got the feeling what in the Star Trek universe that there was a lack of competition. What are you competing for? Um, That's the thing. Bragging rights? Um, I guess, so, but it seems like status, really. Bragging, status, bragging rights, same thing. Yeah. So. And you don't think that's enough? You don't think that people would strive for that? That would I think be... I think ambitious people would strive for that, and I don't think that ambitious people are always necessarily the same thing as excellent people. I think the best mm. people. I think that I think the incredibly talented, humble people would not strive for that because they don't. They're not, it's you know, the 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 awesome people are the people who are awesome and do what needs needs to be done because it needs to be done. But if you have a world where nothing needs to be done, but that's not true. No, you just have things that want to be done. There are no needs. If you remove need. But the thing is that I don't even think in, in, in Star Trek you are fully removing need. Right? Like there's still people I think season who work uh, on, you know, uh, more efficient replicators or energy or other things that do need to be dealt well, with. I, and, and I think I think that's why. But why do they do it? For the betterment of all. But you don't believe in that. I do believe in that. But I think that I, I think that they're the the people who are going to do it for the sure. Then that means the most altruistic people are the people who are the ones doing it. And I'm saying sometimes it's not the ambitious people or the altruistic people. It's the people who are just sort of forced into something. They realize that they can be really good at it. You know, I I went into my career, the career I used to make money, <laughs> because I needed to make money. Right. That's why I went into it. Well, I've done a lot of good in that career, and I tur- turned out I'm pretty good at that career. I'm really glad I did it, but I wouldn't have done it if right. I didn't. If you wouldn't I wouldn't have been like, I, I know what I'll to. do. <laughs> I would have been happy to continue doing what I was doing, but something had to get done. My wife certainly wouldn't be doing what she's doing. She's discovered something much more than her original plan for herself. So hmm. that's, I guess that's my point is that, is that it is, it is through the struggle that you're forced to do sometimes that you discover. Yeah. 
you discover what you can huh. do. So, I mean, I, I think that that we would find something that we need. Certainly what we think we need. I, a friend of mine on Facebook, and then we, we you're getting really tired. So I'm we gotta go. so tired. Um, but a friend of mine on Facebook uh, was talking about um, how, like, what we think we need, we don't need. And somebody, somebody had, his brother had come on and said, look at the way the economy is now. Now it takes two people to get by Two, you, what happened to our economy where both, both parents have to work in order to just scrape out a, a meager living. Mm-hmm. And my friend's response was, well, what's your definition of a meager living? Uh. And he said, he said, if you look 50 years ago, the houses were half the size. Yeah. And, the, maybe you had a car maybe and your work was usually within five miles of your house and and then he broke it down economically he said but now you need to drive x amount of miles it costs this much of gas and you usually have two cars and here's the car payment for that second car that you never had before and most people feel like cable television is a need mm-hmm. well here is the cost for their cable there's internet that's also costing them there's the cost for internet most people didn't have air conditioning in their houses 50 years ago unless you were very rich. Here's about what people spend on air conditioning every Well, nobody had phones. Everybody has phones now. Here's what you pay for phones every month. People use significantly less electricity. You know, but now they have computers and TVs they run and air conditioners and and he just broke it down, broke it down, broke it down and said the reason is that we've just re- reassessed what the definition of what we need is. Mhm. So I think that's the other thing that that in a hundred years, we'll look at what the quota, the the quote unquote, what you need is, and we will be the old people looking back on when I was a kid. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we only we only had one phone apiece, and, and and we had one TV in a room, not a whole wall. Don't be ridiculous. Nobody has two televisions. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Back to the Future. But that's that's a great example. Is that, yes, that's like that's that's. You know, we we will find more stuff to need. So the the status quo of what we need will 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 shift. Yeah, such that so people still struggle and spend time away from their families to spend. I think he came up with like like ninety six hundred dollars worth of needs that almost everybody has. Yeah, no matter how much poverty you live in. Every I took care of a homeless dude the other day at the hospital had a cell phone. Oh, I'm sure. And needed it. Of course he needed it. He didn't have a home. He didn't have a home phone. Mm-hmm. He had no other means of keeping in touch with his family. He had no other means of, of it was his only connection. Yeah. I don't fault him for having it. Yeah. It, it was his most important, and it was a shitty phone. Yeah, I'm sure it, it wasn't it, some like nice iPhone 5. But it was, <laughs> it was a bill he had to pay. It was something that, that was up there that he had to have in order to maintain a connection with the world. Yep. I mean, and to have any opportunity of sure bettering a situation, certainly. Yeah, but I mean, so I think I think that's I think ultimately we'd find things to need, and that economy so that, would have that, to continue. So that basically the whatever the status quo is, yeah, would change and shift, so that even if there wasn't money, and our quote unquote needs were being met, as in being clothed and fed. And roofs over our heads. What are the guys like in Star Trek who have their own ships that aren't Federation ships? They're always like these little tiny pieces of shit. Yep. That they're fly, flying around. There's truly no need. I should be able to go, 
I want a ship like yeah. the Enterprise. I want that. Why can't I just have that? Why can't I have that? The minute someone says, you know what occurs to me just now? What? Like what what the currency is? What? Energy. It's still currency, fine. I'm just saying, like that, so it exists, it's there. That will be measured out in units. Mhm. As soon as something's measured and counted in units. Yep. That's what it, I'm saying. Like that's money. why you can't have a ship. What right? do you think what Because the energy required, right, to run your replicator to manufacture the parts and those units are like stored in a computer. Like someone knows how many units. Yeah. Are how is that any different than now? It's not actually. Huh. It's just less it's arbitrary just than, than precious than, metals. Yeah. So that's. Or paper. So I think. It's red in a paper. <laughs> but the paper is supposed to stand for gold. You yeah, but it doesn't anymore yeah. as I understand it anyway. <laughs> but you, but so that's the, that's the ultimate thing is they, they. So at least it makes sense though. I think eventually it, it always comes down to without the need there is no betterment so i think that that there's maybe a i don't want to name fatal flaw goodness we're going to have people who are mad at us for this but but i think that you can't have no money and a, and a society that betters itself because otherwise someone go i think so i want a ship like the enterprise make me one now that's greedy what do you need to ship that big for? Why do they need to ship that big? Why is the captain's quarters bigger than other people's quarters? Because he does more shit in there. So why can't everybody have, why not just make the ship bigger so everyone can have nice quarters? Because then it ha- it affects the, its maneuverability and its ability to fight. I mean, there's design things to take into account. Just put more weapons on it. Let me just put one. It's not that simple. Why not? Because it's not. Like there's only so much surface area and then there's the components that make up the weaponry. There's where you put the components that make up the weaponry. Let's make more. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying is that if we say that everything I'm is I'm saying infinite, as long as you're reasonable, I, I think it's possible. And I'm saying that and I'm saying that as soon as you have that, you're going to have someone who's going to try and get it for their own. And I think that it's it's going to just come down to currency. So I think that I think that ultimately, you know, I like the I like the modified universe of Roddenberry I do not like season one of next gen I do not like Star Trek the motion picture in, in terms of one dramatically in terms of how well they tell stories but also I think the reason they don't work as well is because when you get into Star Trek and you get into later next gen and DS9 and most of the original series and most of the movies you go no you need a little bit of economy it needs to be not quite so utopian it needs to be almost utopian it needs to be nice it needs to be a place where if you try hard and get a good job, you can live really, really comfortably. And, you know, I just said never got the impression that there was anybody living uncomfortably. Though. It's because we you never know? get to know anybody who isn't in the military. Except on DS9. Like everyone we That's meet. That's not true. Who? When he goes to visit his, his brother or whatever, he's not in the military. Fine. One guy. Just saying. <laughs> and that was very late. I you know, suppose. That was season four. And by season four, they had already kind of broken it and said, well. <laughs> well, we're not watching it to see what happens on Earth. Although I did think it was interesting on DS9 when they uh, seemed to frequent it more. Yeah. I, I, I just like, I, I, but when they frequented, you had to go, there's a restaurant. You know, why? 
Where does he get the clams? Who gets those? You know, certainly the only way he can get those clams shucked is by killing the best friend of the captain. <laughs> that's how that's how he gets you know, you know, when Cisco leaves Cisco's restaurant, he goes kills some other science officer on another ship. I think we just discovered that uh that uh Ben Cisco's father is the leader of the Dominion. Stop Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody will clean those fucking clams for him. It's a revelation. <laughs> so Odo, I'll be Odo, arrives. You just want to be Odo. You want to be Odo? No, I'm just saying you just always want to be Odo. I'll be Odo. You can't put Odo in every situation. So, so here's Odo. Your job. You don't have to do the voice. You can just do your voice, or you can do the voice if you want to try. But you're Ben Cisco's dad. Oh jeez. Here's the revelation. As Odo gets to the final episode of DS9, Stop spoiler it. alert here, arrives on the planet. To discover, <laughs> <It's just> spoiler, <laughs> alert. spoiler alert. Here's where we find the true leader of the Dominion. But I thought we were doing that. Wait, do they have sex? No, <laughs> I thought that's so what we were doing. No, here we go. Ready? I thought it was a sexual encounter not, every time. Not, not this time. Here we go. <clears throat> I'm so glad to be home and to discover who the leader of my people, Mister Cisco. Sup. What? Why? Why you gotta? What did? Why? <laughs> what do you mean? Why? Why not? Why'd you kill? I feel like I want to be Cisco because he's because he's he's a much crazier character. It's real to me. Because because I said so. <laughs> um, uh, careful. <laughs> uh, so um, was this all just so you can get clean clams for your restaurant? Well, I'm afraid it was. You killed hundreds of millions of people. Now listen to me, son. You got to do what you got to do. Clean the clam- clams. <laughs> the clams. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, like one of the patrons of the restaurant said, they really are good clams. <laughs> now you see. <laughs> They're really tasty. <laughs> I'm trying to do like he had this this way about him. He was so kind of like wise and like. Just be mellow. Just be mellow. Like- yeah. He was just like a cool cat. Um. So, so you destroyed. Why'd you invite Betazad? She's making a funny. The thing is, it's not a visual podcast. I know. (laughs) Sorry, I'm like trying to process that. She's making this like like very serious face about what she's gonna do. Um, Um, I don't. We're laughing really loud, and it's early in the morning now. We're gonna actually wake up the kids for the day, so. Um, um, we'll do um, more um, more more um, sexy time next time. Um, 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 um. She is pulling her dress like right up to her belly button too. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't know. Here's my underwear. <laughs> Sorry. Do I, I win now? <laughs> do I win? <laughs> my underwear. I win. Okay. Uh, I'm actually gonna start using that. That's gonna be my new thing. When you're losing an argument, I'm just now. I'm just gonna like, ah, my underwear. I win. Okay, um, <laughs> it's really late. It's five in the morning. So, so it's really early, really. So my name is Justin. <laughs> my name is Alexia. And Trekoff. Trekoff. <laughs> Trekoff.
You are listening to the Geeks Radio Internet Radio Network at geeksradio.com, home of Trek Off, the Not Safe for Work Star Trek podcast, Pop Off, where we geek out on comics, movies, and TV shows that are the superstars of geek culture, Podcast Who, the Doctor Who podcast with Phil Stamper, Ninjas vs. You, the official podcast of the Ninjas vs. Trilogy, and Garrett and RJ Go Hollywood, two regular guys trying to make it in Tinseltown. All of this is available for you for free by going to geeksradio.com or searching Geeks Radio on iTunes. Geeks Radio is a presentation of Endlight Entertainment.